Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Football Social Daily. Welcome to Football Social Daily Shots, your bite-sized Premier League update from the FSD team. And there's only one story to talk about today on the podcast. Usually we're talking about who will be the first manager to depart their club during the cold autumn months and those dark evenings. However, the sun is still shining, but not for Scott Parker, who's now riding off into the sunset after Bournemouth confirmed they've parted ways with their manager this morning. We spoke about it on the full Football Social Daily pod with some immediate reaction, but we're going to hear shortly what some Bournemouth fans think of the news. Parker recently saw his side thump 9-0 at the hands of Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool, though the Cherries were handed a tough start to the new Premier League campaign, having recently played champions Manchester City, where they were beaten 4-0, and Mikel Arteta's Arsenal side, who were flying at the moment, and the Gunners condemned Bournemouth to a 3-0 loss. Despite defeating Aston Villa on the opening day of the season, the owner of Bournemouth has decided to twist after just four games into the season. But does this come as a surprise to the fans of the Cherries and was it deserved? Let's hear from Sam, a Bournemouth fan and host of Back of the Net, an AFC Bournemouth podcast, for his thoughts regarding the sacking of Scott Parker. So a crazy few days being a Bournemouth fan after the 9-0 at Liverpool with Scott Parker going. We just think it should be clear that it's nothing to do with the football itself look the first four games of Bournemouth season have pretty much gone to form really we beat Villa that in itself was actually unexpected but then Arsenal Man City in Liverpool three losses but it's nothing to do with the football it's to do with the way that Scott Parker chats to the press and the way he seems to isolate himself from the issues because the press release that told fans that Scott Parker was being released. It's it's laced with these implicit reasons which suggest that the relationship has gone wrong between the club and the manager and it includes statements such as we need to be aligned in our strategy to run the club sustainably. That indicates that Scott he probably wanted players that cost a lot which meant that we'd be in financial disarray had we bowed down to his wants and we're trying to be sustainable these days and therefore whatever he wants well we we certainly couldn't do it. It also said we must show belief in and respect for one another, so it's clear the relationship was fraught between the board and the manager, but also it said that togetherness is the approach that we will not veer from now. And like I say, Parker's interviews, they've isolated the players, the club hierarchy and the fans, so his exit's not a surprise because he's he's been publicly playing out his dissatisfaction at the transfer activity at the club. I mean, some fans say it was miscommunication, 
I don't think so. I think it was nothing but mischief-making, really. Look, in January, he was given five players who, all apart from Kiefer Moore, uh, now all deemed surplus to requirements. Of course, we went up. Most of them have now left the club, so his ethos is short-termism. That's not what Bournemouth's all about. Look, we're spending money at the moment on a new training facility. This isn't cheap. It isn't cheap at all, and he seems to have a desire to enhance his CV for for one season success, i.e. staying in the Premier League, and it just doesn't tally with the club's long-term strategy of financial security, and, and that is one that understandably factors in the possibility of relegation. I just, I don't think he ever really got it, because Bournemouth have got an unconventional history but it's a rich history in overcoming ad- adversity with creditors and banks being bottom of league two minus 17 points and when the going got tough with with scott parker it was never a siege mentality it was always blaming someone else uh, it feels like a as a club we were a career stepping stone for him but with another tumultuous exit to his name now two in a row he's got a problem going forward a, you know, the next manager at the club, they need to understand who we are, how we work, the fabric of the club. And be a manager that, that instills belief in players rather than just passing a buck. I mean, I'm I'm glad and I'm thankful for the good times he showed us. But it's just a shame, really. He never understood us. And as a fan, I've got to say, Bournemouth are probably in a better position now. Don't forget, you can listen to Back of the Net anywhere you get your podcasts. It is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network and there has been plenty of reaction to Parker's dismissal already. But it's been a long old summer, hasn't it? Even though we've already seen our first managerial sacking, largely due to the transfer window and that rumour mill spinning off its hinges. But the end is in sight as the window slams shut in just two days' time, although that hasn't stopped Premier League clubs scrambling to get their deals over the line, as we've seen in Manchester as Brazilian winger Anthony has completed his medical with the club today following an £80 million move from Ajax. It's the second highest amount United have paid for a player, just behind the £89 million spent on Paul Pogba in 2016. It's thought that Anthony will be available for Sunday's clash with Arsenal, though their fixture with Leicester is a game too soon due to visa delays. You can hear more on Anthony's arrival at Manchester United on the Full Football Social Daily podcast. Just search for it wherever you get your podcasts, or if you're listening on the main feed already, just scroll up in the timeline. As September the 1st, the deadline quickly approaches, it's looking to be a busy deadline day as Stephen Gerrard has announced he's hoping to see two new names arrive, while Jurgen Klopp remains hopeful for a new midfielder, though he admits the closer it gets to the deadline, the more unlikely it gets too. If history is anything to go by, it's that Deadline Day always promises drama and here at Football Social Daily we'll be keeping you right up to speed with all the latest transfer activity to come on the podcast. So make sure you hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and that way you won't miss it. But that's it for another episode of Shots. We'll catch you again tomorrow on Football Social Daily.